Thanks for tuning in to Cassandra Caption. This episode is going to be full of uncomfortable truths, juicy details behind what is trending right now with the changing of the DNA. You can't get past it anymore. We can't get past it. There is a word for it, and it's called reverse telomerase transcriptase. There's going to be interviews in this episode. There is going to be some gems. And when I say gems, it's going to be uh, not not, um, not good ones, not happy ones. But it's truth, and it's truth that we should know, and it's truth that we deserve to know. You're going to hear from doctors like Dr. Judy Mikovits and others. So first point of discussion on this topic, let's get into it. With so many headlines, I was actually sent this by my boss and it just makes me, I think I've gotten better at wanting to pull my hair out at this stuff because everybody's acting brand new about this. This is nothing new, um, but I'm going to go ahead and read you what this headline is. New study from Sweden says Pfizer mRNA does indeed integrate into our DNA. For over a year, we've been told that mRNA vaccines, including Pfizer and Moderna, don't integrate with human cell DNA. However, a new study from Sweden published in the current issues of molecular biology says otherwise. It was just a conspiracy theory, right? Isn't that funny? Um, yeah, they told us. I mean, the, the big dogs at top told us, but I knew that was a lie. And many others knew it was a lie. But I'm, I'm really glad this is getting around right now. So I'm about to read you another headline. And by the way, guys, this show's really going to touch on some stuff that you've probably never heard before. And if you have, then kudos to you. I had to jump on this last minute today, and, and I, I had to jump on this headline. Um, so this is another headline right here. Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine goes into liver cells and is converted to DNA. Now, I posted this on my show, and that one's from the Epoch Times. The first headline was from the Rio Times, and there's a lot more. But this is my caption on this when I posted this to my Shadow Band Babe Instagram. And I want to start off with this caption, okay? Let's just keep it real. If so many people would stop waiting on these cons to come out with the truth, they would have already known it. You don't wait on the con men to give you the truth. You go and find it yourself. These people will always give you the truth too late, and they won't even give you the full truth because we know they're going to do a lot more than just your li- they're going to a lot more than just your liver, liver cells. It hacks your whole body. This has been found in another study to quickly enter all of your organs. And I wish I, I could find that study right now. It doesn't just pick and choose to transcribe to your cells when it enters your liver. It is non-discriminate. CRISPR technology. This is just appeasement at this point. They are appeasing people just to make them think that they care. But here's the secret. We've known this for a while. It's called reverse telomerase transcriptase. These people come out with the truth eventually so that you will think that they are honest and so that you will just stay far behind, not actually doing you any favors. Just like Bill Gates with his Microsoft liked to give your whole computer a virus so that you would purchase his antivirus. Nothing new here with this whole scenario. 
Now, it's, it's crazy, but you can think of his viruses. I mean, I don't think they picked and choose which part of your computer to give a virus to. They did it to the whole thing. So I found this whole liver. It goes into your liver cells and is converted to DNA. That's, that is like about 10% of the truth. Okay. And this is what they do. And I'll repeat myself for the millionth time. They give you the truth too late and they just give you partial truth. And then a lot of times, and this is how you know it goes right back to the enemy because this is how the enemy works. The enemy is very successful with half truths where you have some truth mixed into a lie. That's what keeps the people confused. Now, when I first got this, I was like, okay, wow. I discovered this at the beginning of January and it, it blew my mind because I knew that these were changing your genes, but I didn't know there was a word for it. So when I got this, I quickly made this caption and I started talking about reverse telomerase transcriptase. And it wasn't until I started going into articles that they all mentioned the same thing that I first mentioned before I went into those articles. Reverse telomerase transcriptase. This is my intro for this episode and it's only going to get better from here. Okay, so this is basically how this episode's going to go. Um, I'm going to drop a couple clips that I left on my Instagram at the beginning of January when I was making room on my phone. I honestly don't remember if I found this out at the end of December or beginning of January. I honestly think it was the end of December because these clips sat on my phone for a while. Um, and they're slightly cut off and they're very small clips, but you can hear the soberness in my voice. And I start to go into some really deep stuff. It's a, it's cut off though, but I'm going to continue that thought on here because I had some deep revelations on this. I'm also going to drop a clip from Judy Mikovits. I've covered her before. I found this clip today and I'm so, so glad I found it. And you guys are going to love it. And it's also on reverse telomerase transcriptase. She's known about this for a long time. And this is going to be interesting. Then I'm going to drop, I am also going to drop a clip from YouTube that just solidifies everything. It's short and sweet and it goes into the discovery of this because the dogma actually on this, which apparently means uh, fact or whatever, was actually wrong. They, they lied. And so this is the truth. And this YouTube video came out in 2019. Um, and so I'll be playing that as well. And like I said, I'm going to go into some deep revelations and um, I really do believe you're really going to enjoy this episode. So here we go. He who has eyes to see, man, because they do not tell you this stuff point blank. Oh my gosh. So long story short, I looked up reverse transcriptase on Instagram. You guys probably don't know what that is, but that is an enzyme that does something that was before unheard of, and it converts RNA into DNA. It is the thing that is, is, it is the key to manipulating your genes, and it uses RNA as a template. So all that crap that they're putting in, the animal stuff, and RNA is synthetic. Anytime you, you, anytime something is synthetic, there's nanotech involved, okay? This is what I've discovered when it comes to these things. So, the RNA...
Okay, so I'm back. So that clip got cut off because I had to just leave these in like one minute clips. The, the, the clips just got all jumbled and that's okay. Remember what I said about the synthetic there and I'm going to get into that later on this episode. Now this is the next clip uh, that I'm going to play for you. But here's the thing, reverse trans, it's a reverse transcriptase PCR test. So not only does the vaccine use reverse transcriptase, but the test also uses reverse transcriptase. That's reverse transcriptase is the enzyme that converts your RNA into your DNA. Okay. It's transcribing. It uses the RNA as a template. Now this, what I said in that clip, that will be needed for later on in the episode. But before I get into that deep stuff, let me get into one of these articles that is circling around right now on this new study. All right, so this is a short one. This was from redvoicemedia.com. Lund, Sweden. According to reports, Swedish researchers at Lund University found that the mRNA vaccine, the mRNA from Pfizer's COVID jab, has the propensity to enter liver cells and then later convert into DNA. The process in which this occurs just so happens to contradict the very thing the CDC said previously about these COVID shots, of course. These researchers from Lund University were part of the university's Department of Clinical Sciences and were performing studies of BNT162B2, a.k.a. the Pfizer BioNTech jab. During their research, they found when the mRNA shot makes its way into the liver cells, it winds up triggering the liver cell's DNA, which is inside the nucleus. This process is meant to increase the production of the line 1 gene expression to foster actual mRNA. Therefore, the mRNA departs from the nucleus and ventures into the cell's cytoplasm, where it converts into line one protein. And uh, one of the clips I'm sharing from YouTube actually um, describes this as well. From there, a portion of the protein dubbed open reading frame one, ORF1, heads back into the nucleus, attaching to the COVID shots mRNA, and reverse transcribes into a spike DNA. In specific jargon, in scientific jargon, excuse me, the process of reverse transcription is when DNA is actually made from RNA, which the Swedish, Swedish researchers said these COVID shots can accomplish this in roughly six hours, guys. Now, it's like I'm hearing ringing in my ears because I've tried to tell people that this hack, this quickly is meant to hack your entire body. Quickly. Now, you know, I don't keep track of all these studies because I'm an exceptionally busy woman trying to build the machine to work for me. Um, but I've posted this, like, I mean, I would have to scroll, 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 scroll to find this. But there was a study where it was without a doubt concluded that this vaccine quickly, quickly makes its way through your body. So this is saying that the COVID shots change your genes in a matter of hours. So think of reverse transcriptase. It actually reverses and goes back and transcribes the crap onto your DNA. It is rewriting 
your DNA. Do you know that God's name is written in our DNA? It literally is. Okay, I have a video on that too. But they want to remove God from your DNA, folks. They want to rewrite it. They want to take God's name out. Now, think about this. mRNA is synthetic. Whenever you hear synthetic, that is nanotechnology, okay? Like I've said for a long time on my Instagram, transhumanism is next, and that's where we are now. It helps to know what is wrapped in this, in the poison. The poison is about 90, it's almost the whole thing is nanotechnology. This is important to remember. So the mRNA doesn't come by itself. It has a vector, graphene oxide. That's the nanotech, okay? It's activated by frequencies. It's got animal exosomes, which is what they call viruses. It's got animal shit, animal stuff, okay? Animal toxins. So you've got pieces of animal, you've got pieces of nano, and you've got yourself. And this shit is being transcribed onto millions of people's DNA right now. Is this a new thing? Another thing I've said is this is not a new thing. This mRNA has been around for a while. Okay? The transcribing has been around for a while. But the clip I found today is the clip I wanted to find because she will tell you how long this has been around. And she confirms what I've been saying. Um, like they're making a new HIV vaccine because there's actual HIV inserts into the jab. And if you want to hear about that, send me a message on my podcast because I've broken that down. I've got the articles on that. If you want to hear about the HIV inserts in this jab, send me a message. But that just goes to show that this is nothing new. The mRNA is nothing new. Because the HIV used the spike proteins too. I mean, do you think that they just skipped the other one? Like I said, and like I will keep reiterating, we do not find out the truth, the truth that hits the mainstream, until it is too late. When they come out and they, and they admit about the chemtrails, do you know how many years we've been talking about that? So when they just now are telling you about this, you think they just started doing it? Oh no, honey. Whenever they tell you the truth, they've been doing it for years. And I can guarantee that's every time they tell you the truth. So this next clip is one that I want to share. This gem that I found today, this is Judy Mikovits. And this actually goes right back to the HIV thing I just said. Um... Because HIV is a retrovirus, and you'll get why I'm saying that in just a second. Listen to this Judy Mikovits clip. And just really quick, if you don't know who Dr. Judy Mikovits is, which I think that's how you say her last name, it could possibly be Mikovits, but most likely the first one was correct. Um, but she was put in jail by Dr. Fauci for no reason. And one day he just drops all the charges. Um, if you want to hear who she is, go to my um, my podcast that has her name in it. That, that's where I start on her story. And in my opinion, it's very interesting. But she discovered uh, about the retrovirus, um, the XMRV, 
that was a very common denominator in people that were suffering from chronic fatigue in, uh, syndrome. And that, that's an interesting story. So check out this clip from the queen herself. And side note, this is actually from 2018 from a documentary called The Truth About Vaccines, which is probably the year that I started waking up about this. It was, I believe it was 2018. It possibly could have been 17 when um, it actually was this documentary that started waking me up on this. In this next clip, we have Sayer G and Dr. Judy Mikovits, formerly of the National Cancer Institute, both of them sharing with us information about retroviruses, as well as something that's called reverse transcriptase. When they first started thinking about ways to produce vaccines, they were going to take cancer cells. The CDC had discussions about this, but they were concerned because although cancer cells are perfect, they can produce an infinite supply of vaccine antigen because they're immortal. They just keep reproducing. It's rather disgusting and gross, right? But they were concerned because they thought there could be a what they call oncogenic factor in there. It's cancer. So maybe if you grew these vaccines out of cancer cells, it could cause cancer. So they're, you know what? We're not going to use human cancer cells. We're going to use animal cells instead. And so they chose not to use cancer cells from animals, but regular animal cells, thinking, oh, well, this is safer. They didn't know at the time that there was this thing called reverse transcriptase, which is an enzyme that can take genetic information from another species and put it into the genome of a species like a human. And so only after they developed all these vaccines from the animals did they realize that hidden within this vaccine seed stock were all these viruses that, that they didn't know. And so then they put them into the bodies, literally of millions of people. As, uh, Simeon virus 40 with oral polio vaccines was the first example. Um, even Morris Hilleman acknowledged that they were causing cancers, but, and this is documented, uh, but this is just the tip of the iceberg. There is reverse transcriptase activity in MMR vaccines recognized since 1994. What do you mean by reverse so, reverse transcriptase is an enzyme that only retroviruses have, and retrovirus. And so, what it does is it reverse transcribes, writes backwards, our the genome, which is RNA, into DNA, and then it inserts itself into your DNA and stays there for your lifetime and for generations after that. So reverse transcriptase is a hallmark of the presence of a retrovirus. So in 1994... Now, pausing that clip right there, I'm going to finish playing that, but I want to point out that she said it stays in your body for a lifetime a lifetime now i'm going to ponder something to you real quick that was given to me in a revelation well it's not fully there yet i'm still getting it confirmed but what i have been shown so far is that i could be wrong but think about things like herpes versus varicella or zoster da, da, da. they say those things don't go away what i think things like that actually are are latent viruses now remember every time i say viruses that's actually code word for bioweapon okay latent bioweapons that have made themselves part of yourself and stayed in your body your entire lifetime and once in a blue moon it's triggered 
and I'm guessing that part of your DNA decides to manifest or whatnot, or those toxins are triggered, and it results in symptoms, and that's another way they can get away with the lie of saying that you have it for life. But what I really think that's what's happening with things like this because this is more evidence to people that like viruses exist. Viruses are real. They come back. You have to be vaccinated against it. But this is actually just a product of the machine. And once again, using that same machine to fake cure it. Something to ponder there. Here's Judy. Here's Dr. Queen Judy again. Or our government, the UK government, the WHO, the World Health Organization, everybody accepted and, and talked about and discussed in institution of medicine meetings the presence of reverse transcriptase in the MMR vaccine and whether or not it posed a threat. Well, fast forward to 2011, our work and, and the ramifications of our work said absolutely it makes a difference and absolutely it makes a difference absolutely it's there and oh my god it was the big oh my god moment in our book in plague where we presented these data and they basically said we we can't stop this they're everywhere they're in our lab workers they're in our doctors they're in our nurses we introduced unwittingly and unknowingly into the human population, a new family of retroviruses that has long been associated with cancers, leukemia, lymphoma. And I, I, I hate to keep dissecting this clip because I would love for you to hear it in its entirety, but I'm actually listening to the whole clip um, for the first time with you guys, along with you guys. So I just want to point out that she said that they unknowingly introduced these retroviruses to the public. Let me tell you something on a spiritual level. There was nothing unknowingly about this, actually. In all truth, in all truth, this goes back to the evil spiritual kingdom. There was nothing unknowingly about this because, like I said before, this all goes back to Babylon. It all goes back to the days of Noah. It all goes back with creating, with Satan creating his own race, with um, taking God out of everything because he is jealous. And he was defeated. So, I will try and not dis dissect this clip anymore, I promise. Population, a new family of retroviruses that has long been associated with cancers, leukemia, lymphoma, um, neuroimmune disease, including our, uh, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and, and such. And so we're looking at the very explosion of these diseases in our world today. And when the government realized how big it was, it was, will we tell the truth? Will we say we introduced it by a contaminated blood supply or contaminated vaccines? No, we won't. We'll just make sure Judy Mikovits and Frank Rossetti go away forever and that nobody ever believes the word they said and that this work is all fraud. But the one little problem they had was I wouldn't sign that piece of paper. I wouldn't agree. I wouldn't say it. The data support it. We'll continue talking about the data and, um, and, and neither would Dr. Rossetti. They tried to basically get us to refute our data, deny our data, um, throw away or destroy our original data showing the infected families and populations, and, um, and we refused. And, and when we refused, we were fired. Wow, if you found this interesting and helpful. Wow. 
What a very interesting clip there. Uh, probably was a little longer than, than uh, I had made it sound like it was going to be. Um, but I think the whole thing was just packed with information that we needed. Uh, that I think everybody deserves. Um, the gravity of this is tremendous. You know, when you think about being introduced with the polio, you know, I'm 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 glad that I, I really started a lot of this journey with the polio. I always bring it back to the polio. I thought the note about the Parkinson's and the Alzheimer's was interesting to point out because, you know, just like GMO foods, glyphosate, glyphosate in the foods, that has contributed to early onset of uh, Parkinson's and things as well. It is those things that bring about those things. Um, and that is because the point is to make you sick. You know, it doesn't just stop with the food. It's it's across the whole industry, um, just across many sectors, because that is the plan is to make you sick as well as change your genes, because as long as the population continues to get sick, that just reinforces the narrative that they want you to believe. That is the fake evidence that they need to convince you that your breath is contagious and causes a boogeyman in the air that they still have never found, never purified, never isolated. So once again, we paint the true picture of the virus has always been the bioweapon. Now, next up is the final clip I'm going to leave you guys with, uh, which is this YouTube video I found. Um, just to kind of go into the reverse telomerase a little bit more in the scientific jargon. And um, then I'm going to conclude by some interesting stuff I pieced together about the RT-PCR test. And uh, I hope you enjoy. Have you ever heard of the central dogma of biology? It's the concept that genetic information stored as DNA gets turned into RNA, a process called transcription, which gets turned into protein. The idea that the flow of information is unidirectional was put forth by Francis Crick in 1958. The very word dogma means that this is the truth, a fact. So can you imagine challenging this established truth? Well, in the 1970s, scientists found an exception to the central dogma. These scientists were studying viruses, and they realized that some viruses, called retroviruses, use RNA and not DNA to store their genetic information. This is different from most other organisms. Why was this interesting to scientists, and how did it lead to their questioning of the central dogma? To answer this, let's first talk about retroviruses. Retroviruses are small particles that consist of genetic information and a few proteins inside a capsule. These viruses need to be inside the cell of another host organism to replicate. Once inside, viruses copy their genetic material to form many more viruses. Scientists knew how DNA was copied to make more DNA. They also knew how DNA was copied to make RNA. But retroviruses posed a puzzle. How can the RNA in these viruses be copied? 
Back in the early 1970s, David Baltimore and Howard Temin hypothesized that retroviruses might have a special kind of enzyme, a polymerase, that could turn their RNA into DNA. So they went on a search for this enzyme. First, the scientists isolated a candidate enzyme that could use an RNA template and make a product. But what was the product? Was it copies of DNA or of RNA? To answer this question, they combined the purified enzyme with the RNA template and different kinds of nucleotides to be incorporated into the new product. If the nucleotides given were ribonucleotides, the building blocks of RNA, no product was produced. If instead they gave deoxyribonucleotides, the building blocks of DNA, they could get a product. This strongly suggested that the viral polymerase was converting the RNA template into a DNA product and not an RNA product. Information was flowing in the opposite direction that Francis Crick had proposed in the central dogma. This enzyme was later named reverse transcriptase because it does transcription, but backwards. This exciting new discovery earned Baltimore and Temin the Nobel Prize in 1975. Baltimore and Temin's finding had a major impact on modern medicine and biotechnology. Before the modern genomic era, the identification of most human genes involved copying human RNA into DNA by reverse transcriptase to be used for further studies. Another important example is HIV, the retrovirus that causes AIDS and affects 35 million people worldwide. HIV uses reverse transcriptase to replicate and spread. Thanks to Baltimore and Temin's discovery, physicians now use medicines that block reverse transcriptase to treat patients with HIV. And all of this from questioning the dogma. Yeah, how interesting was that? So um, I actually remembered that I did cover HIV in one of my previous early podcasts, uh, the retrovirus HIV, um, and how the the mag like the grandiose amount of people that it affected um because you know that goes back to a lot of the judy mikovitz stuff okay now stay tuned um there's just going to be one more sponsored segment just so i can hopefully make just a tiny bit more money because <laughs> i just get a tiny tiny bit every time this little sponsored segment is ran through um, but there's one more clip from One More Doctor on the Reverse Transcriptase, and this is from 2022. So I just want you to know that I just inserted this clip. It's now July 2022. Um, and I uh, just wanted to get One More Doctor in there. This term, since I first made this episode, Reverse Transcriptase, is circling around a lot more now. It's, it's not such a foreign term as it once was. And then after that, it's going to go back to my original episode, which is going to get into my deep revelation on the extra layer of the RT-PCR test, and it's really interesting, and then that's going to conclude the episode. Okay, so this little uh, clip is from Dr. Stephanie Seneff, and that's S-T-E-P-H-A-N-I-E, Stephanie and the last name is S-E-N-E-F-F. -F. And she is just adding a little bit more um, 
in regards to that liver study. I do implore you to listen to this whole interview, though. It will blow your mind, and it's on Maria Z Uncensored. I go to Yandex.com as my, as my web browser and as my search tool. Never Google. That's the worst. And look up um, Stephanie Seneff, the way I spelled it, doctor, and interview. Um, it brought me, uh, and then go to the videos. It brought me to this interview. Or you can just search for the Maria Z Uncensored interview with Dr. Stephanie Seneff, and that's Maria Z-Z-E-E, Uncensored. Um, and this whole interview will blow your mind. So um, this is prefaced with some of her words about the spike proteins, and I just want to say this really quick. There are doctors on TikTok that are lying, and Facebook and you name it, that are lying to the people, and people believe them because they have the word doctor in front of them. There's a doctor on TikTok that's saying that the spike protein is um, removed from your body after two weeks and that it no longer does damage. Um, I've, you know, I've made response videos and I've commented and she's blocked me. But that's a complete lie because it literally causes your cells to make spike proteins, which literally means it's getting into your cells. If it was gone in your body in two weeks, there would not be such thing as, quote, long covid quote. So here is a very interesting clip. Keep listening. She's going to get into the reverse transcriptase and then we're going to get into the PCR test. With all this protein that's sticking around and not folding correctly and that sort of thing. Do we know yet the extent of the DNA damage that's happening to people. We know that the, the, the study out of Lund University confirmed that it was, um, it was re there was reverse transcription happening into the human DNA. What, what is the extent of what's happened to the human DNA? Right, and that's an excellent question. It's actually two things. One is converting the RNA into DNA, uh, the RNA that's in the vaccine converting it into DNA. And the other problem is damaging your DNA. Those are two different things but they're both connected to messing up your DNA. And um, the DNA damage part is also really, really worrisome. And that's what can lead you to cancer, you know, because cancer often comes from cells that get mutated, get their DNA mutations that cause them to become a tumor cell. And so any kind of, anytime you start messing with the DNA and breaking it, you're risking cancer. And um, and so there's some amazing papers that came out of China. I've read several, there's, there's at least three. Um, I found several papers, most of them from China, I think from elsewhere as well, um, where they showed that the um, that the spike protein alone, and so it's not the virus, it's just the protein, um, it can be, it's taken up by cells, and this, this has been done with fibroblasts, um, with muscle cells, and with um, immune cells that were rigged to have the ACE2 receptors so they could get it in. So there's three different studies on three different kinds of cells that have shown that the spike protein causes these cells to react by by basically losing their borders with each other and becoming a giant cell. So they, they it, it messes up their um, their borders. It's called syncytial formation, and um, and these cells become a giant cell and they gather all their nuclei together, and then the giant cells also start showing up with these things called micronuclei. You can see them under the microscope. And those micronuclei are always an indicator of DNA damage because what's happening is that um, you're getting double-strand breaks in the DNA, and then they're being sewn back together incorrectly. 
and you end up with these DNA fragments, you know, pieces of chromosomes that have been blended together. It's like, you know, using an egg beater to beat it up, if, if you will. And so they end up with these micronuclei that are indicators of double strand breaks, which is an indicator of potential to cause cancer. So the spike protein is just incredibly toxic to the cells is what that shows and causes these weird behaviors that are indicators of extreme stress. And they also become, they reach a form called senescence. These giant cells, they become senescent. And that's a technical term that means that they've basically aged. You know, senescence is sort of aging. And they reach this interesting state where they don't die and they don't really do what they're supposed to do, but they do something else, which is to release cytokines, these are uh, signals that are going to cause inflammation. So they basically sit there causing inflammation and causing damage to the neighboring cells because of it, um, and they don't die. And so it's, it would be better if they just died and disappeared, but they stick around with these giant cells that are causing this inflammation. All of this happens in response to the spike protein in the individual tissue. So if that's going on in the heart, it's definitely going to cause myocarditis myocarditis. In the lungs, it's going to cause, you know, lung fibrosis and lung damage. And uh, so it's, uh, and it's happening to the immune cells as well. So it's really quite interesting um, to think about the consequences of that. And so the other thing is the reverse transcription, which is that the, the paper you've mentioned, uh, that was truly amazing because they had these uh, liver cancer cells and they and they grew in vitro. They they had them in culture in vitro, and they basically transfected them with the spike protein. Like essentially, gave them the vaccine, you could say. And they took up the mRNA from the nanoparticles, and they made spike protein. And but they took the mRNA and turned it into DNA very quickly. They they after six hours they already started seeing DNA a DNA version of the RNA that was in the vaccine which is really remarkable because you see these fact checkers who say, ha ha ha, you know, these people are saying that this RNA can get converted into DNA in the cell. No way, that doesn't happen. Don't worry about it. These guys showed it happens in six hours with cancer cells. And cancer cells are probably better at it than most other cells because they actually, again, Greg Dyan had written about this possibility before we had seen any papers on it. In our first paper that we wrote, which was published in May of 2021, we have a whole section in there. We, we, uh, we, we found it very fascinating, the research that we had discovered uh, going back before, long before COVID. There was research that was showing that um, cells can take up foreign messenger RNA and convert it into DNA. And one of the things they use to do that is this uh, line one. It's, it's called line one, which is uh, some DNA in the cells that is normally uh, not active. But, uh, but there are certain cell types that express it. And one of those cell types is cancer cells. Another cell type is sperm. So sperm produce line one, use it to convert RNA into DNA, put the DNA into these little plasmids that they release at the time of fertilization. And all the sperm can release these plasmids around the fertilized egg, which takes them up. And now what you've done is you've delivered to the fertilized egg the code for this foreign messenger RNA that the sperm took up. I'm sure you'd agree, Dr. Senef is a truly impressive. Now, I'm going to take this to a crazy place really fast. It goes along with one of the earlier clips I shared where I was just discovering um, this telomerase transcriptase, and that is this. It dawned on me, it clicked on me, 
that the PCR test that is used, which I've, um, you may have heard me say before, does also inject you with the graphene oxide. That is the nanotech. And that nanotech is actually designed to travel up your olfactory. I would have loved to share a video I made. Uh, I believe it was a, about a two to three part series I made of this on my old TikTok before it got banned. But it got banned and I, I didn't save the backups. But I was actually going through paperwork of old studies from the NIH that had to do with how to get your medicine to travel up the nose and break the blood-brain barrier. This has been studied for a long time as well as the use of the olfactory to get it accomplished. So I have covered that part, but I'm gonna get into something a little, a little, a little deeper, deeper here that um, I don't think no one's mentioned that I've heard on social media. I've not heard anybody talk about this. Um, um, it just hasn't been in my face, and I, I follow lots and lots of sources. Um, but um, not only does the test do that, um, it has been admitted, I believe, by, I don't even know if it was John Hopkins or who, that apparently, I posted it somewhere, that it, it basically can also vaccinate you. It's a second vaccine. Now, I would say it's not as bad as the actual vaccine, but I, I actually can't even be sure at this point. I mean, that goes right up your nose. I mean, what are like an easier way to get to your brain, you know? Um, because the blood brain barrier is right there behind and a little bit under your nose cavity, um, or your nose passageways. It's just right there behind your nose. Um, but I realized that reverse transcriptase is at the beginning of PCR, RT, PCR dawned on me, RT, reverse transcriptase. Now, I've made a video on Rumble covering the Bill Gates CIA um, briefing. And yes, some people would argue that's not Bill Gates, but that's completely beside the point because that was obviously a legitimate CIA briefing where they're talking about removing the VMAT2 gene. And I go into that and I do a video and I talk about how, I, because I had discovered this on my own, Okay, Cassandra, this girl discovers a lot of stuff on her own, in case you are not yet aware. Um, I plan on making a lot more podcasts, and maybe I'll have a lot more stories to tell about this. But um, I figured out on my own that the PCR test was just a gene data mining test. When I say I figured this out on my own, I had no article or anything to back this up at, at this point. I just gathered a lot of facts, a lot of patterns, and I did the math. And I said this on my Rumble video. I said, it is gene data mining. That's all it is. It doesn't test for a virus. It does none of the above. It is literally to tap into your genes because I was remembering about all of those 23s and me's and all that, right? Later on, it got confirmed by something I found that I've posted on my Shadow Ben Babe that's way down there somewhere. And it's talking about how Bill Gates invested so much into the Human Genome Project. Much, millions and millions and millions of his money has been tied up into this, okay? He is interested in your genes, very much so. He's already been taken over. Bill Gates is an evil, something evil in there. Um, if that's even the original Bill Gates anymore, you know what I'm saying? Um, bear with me because I'm, I'm 
I'm getting somewhere here, I think. <laughs> um, so yes, and then later on after that, I would say about a year later, I was listening to the chief, chief scientist for Pfizer for 10 years, um, Dr. Michael Eden, who confirmed to me again that I, I, I had put this on a half video on my TikTok, and you know what, I need to find that again and get that back on my new one. But he confirmed for me, he said, the RT-PCR test is nothing more than a DNA test. If you've um, taken a DNA test or you know how a DNA test works, it's the same thing. All it is is a DNA test. So you think about the reverse transcriptase, you think about transcribing onto your genes. You think about that, you know that that is messing with the human genome. It actually wants to take the human out of the genome. Because God, the God part is what makes us human. Um, and, um, you know, you take that information. Why would they be data mining the genes? Why? What, what's up with that? I don't think they're done studying our genes yet. Um, and, but, but this is, and, and that's what I used to say. I used to say, you know, I thought that that was, it was like a one layer kind of, but there's actually more to it. And this was the revelation that came to me. Whew, I, was, I mean, it was probably two or three in the morning, you know, um, and this was sometime in December. The PCR test is also reverse transcriptase. And there is, I, I definitely believe that when I've been, when I've heard many times now that the test is just another way to vaccinate you, I honestly believe that's true. I believe it's a secondary vaccine. Um, it's using the same enzyme. Why does that enzyme need to be in the test? Tell me that. Why does the transcriptase, the telomerase enzyme, need to be in that test? I mean, these are these are sobering questions. This 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 stuff is beyond me, beyond Pfizer, beyond the hearings you see on C-SPAN. This stuff goes deep. Why does an enzyme that goes back to transcribe onto your DNA? need to be in the test. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you in my very educated, not only by facts, but by spirit of discernment that I have and strong intuition. Let me tell you why. It's because when they put that up your nose, first of all, we already know there is a little bit of nanotech. Seen the studies They've already, like, I've, I've posted all on it. They've, they've already studied how to get the nano on the tip of a Q-tip for a long time. Why would they do that? There's always a reason. This isn't fun and games. And the reason they give you, I guarantee, that's not the actual reason either. But um, they've got that nano, and they want to get that nano. See, I was telling you guys about how they said it was just the liver. No. This stuff quickly wants to hack your whole body and it's able to do it quickly. And how is it able to do it quickly? The nanotechnology is how. 
And so they also want to get that nano right there, right there, very in the close vicinity of your blood-brain barrier to penetrate that blood-brain barrier because the nano is able to do that now. They, 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 this has been, you know, a, a, an invention in the making for years. The nano is able to now break your blood-brain barrier and it is able to start doing its job of changing your genes because at the end of the day, that's what this all comes down to. Yes, it may have started, who knows, because the retrovirus was in the polio vaccine, so let's just keep it real. If this is blowing your mind, if you are listening to my podcast and this is like, this girl is insane, I urge you, go back and listen to your conspiracy theorist friends. The CIA invented that term so that you wouldn't question the conspiracies that actually run the world. You would just make fun of the truth instead. Helps to keep you from knowing the truth. But your conspiracy friends were right because this goes back to all those crazy videos you heard about the aliens worked with the government and gave them the technology The aliens are the fallen ones, the Nephilim, the, the, um, well, actually, there's some debate on that. I honestly believe that the aliens are some of the fallen ones that are not um, bound, that are not chained, Um, and that demons are actually the spirits of the offspring of the Nephilim because they're neither human nor, um, nor fallen. They're just like, where do their, where do their souls go? right? And I learned this from a guy named Rob Skiba who was conveniently passed away. I believe it was last year and I've met him in person. And that's another guy that you really want to listen to Rob Skiba. And I really am getting somewhere with this and I really hope you bear with me. I should probably hold my microphone closer to my mouth. Um, those videos where it talks about, I mean, this is coming to me right now, you guys, and I'm just, I'm just saying it. I'm saying it because this is one of those sobering where the spirit's aligning with what I'm saying, and it's, it's taking me there right now. Those videos that you've seen, um, they don't, I mean, actually, I don't know if you've seen them. Um, and I, I, uh, this, there's a, a guy named Phil. Um, his first name is Phil. Um, I wish I could remember his last name, but he'll come out and tell you because he's been in the dumps in the deep underground um, basements of the of the world. And he'll tell you and many others will that our government has worked with the greys and aliens and they made a they made an agreement. And one of the half of the agreements was that they would teach them technology. They teach them their technology. They teach our government their technology and not just our government. And I'll just, uh, I'll save that for another show, uh, possibly. But um, so fast forward to this RT-PCR test. Fast forward to the polio vaccine, actually. This, um, this was planned from the beginning in the spiritual world. Why would that be a deciding factor in the earliest vaccine? Why would there be a retrovirus with reverse telomerase transcriptase 
so early on because it was always part of the plan that is the reason for these things is to change our genes. It's everything your crazy friends or family or that chick on Facebook used to tell you. It's everything those cuckoo Christians used to tell you. This is why it started so early on. But whoop-de-doo, we've got these big headlines now. I'm seeing this shared a lot. And maybe other people knew about it. Maybe they're just shocked that they're just seeing it hit the mainstream a little bit. Um, but um, reverse transcriptase polymerase chain reaction test. Um, I think I may just leave you guys with that on this on this uh, episode. There's just a, uh, I honestly think there's a lot to ponder and realize, and 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 I'm exhausted. I think I need to eat. Was supposed to do some gardening tonight, and I really have to get some done. I've got some turmeric rhizomes to plant. So, um, if you guys have stuck along this long with this podcast episode, thank you so much for joining me. And um, everybody, be strong. Keep your head up. Um, you know, God wins in the end. God is good. Everybody, be great. And if you need some real food, that's an actual food term. Real food, um, homegrown, organic, non-patented, non-agenda 21, non-eugenics, which is the conversation we just had, um, herbs, herbal tea, um, amazing, I just came out with a hazelnut MCT um, with fresh Ceylon cinnamon coffee syrup um, without the chemical sugar. This is probably the only amazing hazelnut coffee syrup you'll find in my honest opinion that also incorporates maple syrup so you get that magnesium which actually helps your body produce glutathione which disintegrates graphene oxide um just amazing stuff if you're looking for anything like that or to support you know an awesome woman who works her ass off um go to hippie happening actually you know what i'm gonna give you another i'm gonna give you my other store for now go to big actually I'd rather you go to this one, to be honest. Um, Hippie Happening. That's H-I-P-P-I-E, H-A-P-P-E-N-I-N, dot bigcartel.com, bigcartel.com. Um, if you'd like to see some reviews or if you'd like to rather shop on this one, go to hippiehappening.etsy.com. And I appreciate you guys. Everybody be blessed and have a great week.